So the question is this, how do you become a healthy, lean and fit vegan always having fun and making a sustainable lifestyle you enjoy living? If you want to know the secrets to losing fat effortlessly, building vegan muscle and positively impacting the people around you every single day, then this is the right podcast for you. I am Fritz Horstmann. This is the Vegan Fitness Podcast. Welcome back to the Vegan Fitness Podcast with your host Fritz Horstmann or Horstmann, how Germans would call it. And I'm super excited for this episode. We will talk about intermittent fasting, how to do it, how does it really work, um, should you even do it, and why is it such a great tool, and much, much more about it. But before we dive into that, I just quickly want to tell you what's going on in my current situation. So I'm in my room actually with a new microphone that I uh, bought to bring you better audio, better podcasts and um, I want you to really absorb this amazing value in the best quality possible. That's why I upgraded my microphone and I, let me know what you think. Um, I think it makes a big difference and um, I hope it's good on your ears. You can um, write me on Instagram or even better on iTunes review if you have anything um, you want to tell me about my audio but that's just about me and just sitting here um, ready to deliver amazing value and just feeling super relaxed um, in my in my room and just excited to bring you this episode and yeah so intermittent fasting the mighty intermittent fasting it's so good it's so hyped it's just the best right I mean it's just so funny to me like when I started to use intermittent fasting as a tool to lose fat like um It was just starting to gain traction actually in the fitness space and uh, right now it's so hyped and pretty much everyone uses it uses it every single day um, on in their diet or however uh, you want to use it and um, yeah, just everyone knows it and when I started in fasting around four years ago um, it was pretty much new um, I, I got to know it from in the, from the intermittent faster himself um, Kino Badi aka Greco Gallagher from YouTube um, I really liked his approach back then, and um, I know the the yeah the godfather of intermittent fasting was actually lean gains, um, the lean gains method um, from Martin Berghahn, but uh, Kinobad really made it popular, you could say, and that's how I picked it up four years ago. I wanted to really shred down uh, my first um, shred. Actually, I wanted to really get low body fat, and I found this the strategy, this tactic, and I was very fascinated by it. I just liked. The idea behind it, like you're just fast for the morning, um, deserve your lunch, deserve your dinner, really go ham on it pretty much. Um, I, I was a fan of uh, huge meals, which um, I mean, I think most people are. And that's why I adopted um, intermittent fasting for my diet. And it worked pretty amazing. And I'm excited that it's so well known right now that a lot of people want to do it. It's just amazing. But there are definitely some things that um, you need to know beforehand to really um, to crush it, um, to know if you even should do it, how it really works and how you can apply it to your situation. And that's what I want to dive into right now. So firstly, what does intermittent fasting really mean? Like, how does it really work? So the classic intermittent fasting approach um, has you fasting every day. I mean, there are some approaches uh, where you fast for two days in the week, like completely fast, and then uh, five days of the week, it's normal nutrition, and there's also 
some other fasting approaches, but in general, um, the classic animal fasting approach has fasting every day. And uh, a day has 24 hours, as you know, um, and you basically split it into a fasting window and an eating window. The lean gains approach to it um, that the godfather Martin Berkhan invented, like I said, uh, works with a 16 to 8 split, meaning uh, you fast for 16 hours every day and you have an 8 hour eating window. In the fasting window, you don't consume any calories at all, like um, not even um, almond milk in your coffee or anything. No calories at all. You can drink water 100% and you should drink water. Um, coffee, black coffee is good as well and tea. Um, and even low uh, zero calorie um, drinks, you can do that too. But in general, no calories, just liquids um, and um, in order for you to, to keep the fastest state up. But I will talk about this later on in detail. And um, yeah, like I said, coffee, tea and uh, yeah, also sparkling water are great tools to suppress your appetite in this episode. Uh, not in this episode, in this um, yeah, in this uh, fasting window, basically. Um, and you shouldn't eat any calcs, else you will, um, yeah, like I said, go out of the fasting window. And um, in the eating window, the eight-hour eating window, um, you eat your caloric goal for the day in these eight hours. So um, in general, let me be clear about this. <laughs> Firstly, um, the hours or minutes or seconds don't mean jack shit. I mean, you can fast 15 hours and 22 minutes and you can still use it. You can fast 10 hours and 39 minutes and you can still use it. The minutes or seconds or anything don't mean anything really. Like you can fast longer or shorter periods. It very much depends on your schedule. You you still you will still get the benefits of the intermittent fasting as a tool. Um, if you fast less or longer, it does not really make a huge difference. For women especially, the recommendation is um, like from Martin Berkhan. Um, he did some research on that and there's also studies showing that um, a maximum of 14 hours of a fasting window is better. Um, don't fast too long if you are a woman, um, but more on that later, like I said. Um, and yeah, in general, like my rule of thumb is if you think, okay, um, how do I calculate this right now? Like, okay, I go to sleep at 10 p.m. and then I wake up at 8 and then... Just in general, my rule of thumb for you is um, fast for four to eight hours after waking up. Um, for women, four to six hours after waking up. For men, six to eight hours after waking up. Um, some days you can fast for longer. Some days you, you just get hungry earlier and you can adjust that. Um, and it's pretty much a flexible approach, uh, my opinion. If it helps you, you can uh, work with like very, very strict hours. Okay, I will really fast 14 or 16 hours, like no minute more, no minute less. Um, some people really thrive on this when they have like really um, strict rules. But in general, um, it makes sense to give it a bit more uh, room, to give yourself a bit more room to say, okay, I can fast longer if I really um, have a good momentum going or this today I'm very hungry or it's very stressful, I will eat a bit earlier today. Um, in general, like I said, there's no benefit to to um, to fasting like a lot longer, or there's not a downside to fasting less than given. Just do it. Just do it uh, if you want to, and uh, that's just how it does. And the secondly, like the first thing was the minutes and hours are not super super important. Like you don't have to be perfectly perfectly hitting the minutes. Uh, and secondly. 
um, intermittent fasting does unfortunately not trigger <laughs> a magic fat loss mechanism, meaning um, you doing intermittent fasting doesn't mean you will magically lose fat just because you're in a fasted state. Recent studies show that, um, like some people believe that this is the case. Um, so, for example, even Kino body pushes it, but it's just not the case. Um, you will, you will, in general, will only lose fat if you eat in a caloric deficit, and um, that's what you gotta do. Like, if you want to lose fat and use intermittent fasting as a tool, um, as it is, this is just a tool. Then, in this eight-hour eating window, you still gotta hit your uh, calorie deficit. Meaning, let's say you set it up. You set uh, your your deficit up at around 1,500 calories um, in a 500 calorie deficit, for example. Then, um, in these eight hours, you gotta eat 1,500 calories. It's not that uh, just because you fast that you you burn more fat. Um, like even though you eat more energy, you consume more energy. Just I mean, if you think about it, just logically, it doesn't make any sense at all. <laughs> so um, if you eat more uh, than you burn in this eight-hour feeding window, you can still gain weight while doing fasting. That's just one I want to be clear about. And funny enough, like I used to believe that as well. Like um, and actually, when I started in fasting, I was always thinking, okay, I have been fasting for 14, 15, 16 hours now. I feel so lean. I feel the fat burning off. I feel it. And um, that's what I thought. And um, I mean, for some people, this pretty much, I mean, it can help. I mean, it can help you uh, fasting for longer. It can help you uh, postponing your lunch or dinner. Um, if you think, okay, if I postpone, I will lose more fat. So for some people, it may be a nice hack um, to think, okay, I will burn more fat. But to studies show um, that that is not, not the case. And uh, you can't like go complete bonkers in your eating window and then think you will still lose fat. Um, the calorie deficit or portion control still counts. Um, that's just how it works. And uh, I talked a lot about this in uh, previous episodes. Um, and uh, yeah, so pretty much set up your framework, your calorie deficit, and then use intermittent fasting as a nice strategy. Um, add it into the mix for you to eat huge meals uh, later on. That's what I actually want to dive in right now like why should you even do that if it's not a magic fat loss tool it's such a great not magic fat loss tool <laughs> i mean think about it you basically save your calories for later on in the day you skip the huge oats and orange juice and acai bowl breakfast uh, which can usually save you around yeah 500 600 700 or more calories um, and just save these for a huge lunch and dinner that will make you feel very full, satisfied, and um, is much, much better than eating like six, six small meals a day, leaving you craving all the time. Um, I mean, for some people, like talking all about all of this, always keep in mind that everyone is different. Like some people thrive on more meals, um, but in general, there's no... Um, there's no upside, no benefit to eating more meals, so you can just skip breakfast. If you if you skip breakfast, you can eat bigger lunches and, and dinners. That's amazing. You will feel so good afterwards. You will be productive in the morning, um, and you just basically have to overcome the small time frame in the morning um, or yeah noon where you have some appetite and a little hunger. I mean, I don't want to deny that. You definitely will feel that you get hungry, um, but Firstly, you will get used to it. Like the first few days when trying intermittent fasting will be more difficult, 100%. But 
but you will get used to it um, like after one week after two weeks and you can overcome these um, yeah this hunger feeling with water tea and coffee like i said before that's just some small hacks um, but in general just keep yourself busy if you are busy and working focused uh, which is also a benefit what i experience when when doing even fasting you're just more focused in the zone and you know okay i will finish this work um, this project and afterwards i reward myself with breaking my fast um, that's a big thing for me at the moment and that's what i'm doing and um, yeah that's just just a great feeling you just have to overcome this period and then you can eat bigger meals later on so just get rid of breakfast and keep going strong um but but wait um isn't breakfast like the most important meal of today what is fritz talking about <laughs> so yeah general just let me say you let me tell you this completely felt a thoughts like it's just pushed by the cereal and orange juice industry that breakfast is the most important part of the day um you definitely don't kickstart uh it's definitely not good to kickstart your day with a bowl um the bowl of uh of sugar uh cereals and uh, a glass of orange juice which is also just uh sugar so um that's definitely pushed by the industry and it's just shown i mean it doesn't kickstart your metabolism or anything that's all bullshit um i mean of course some people that again, like some people just can't live without breakfast. Um, those people shouldn't do it, in my opinion. Like first try it, of course, see how you feel. Uh, and um, then you can decide. Uh, also people, I mean, of course, I will, I will talk about this later on as well. But if you, for example, have a very demanding job, um, also like physically demanding job, and you don't have time to eat any lunch, for example, or um, yeah, just, just a few minutes to eat lunch, then for these people, I would say um, eat breakfast, um, have oats, have uh, something that satisfies you for a long time, something protein dense as well. Um, for these people, you shouldn't use immense fasting because you will just feel very weak uh, when uh, yeah, 1 p.m., 2 p.m., 3 p.m. comes around and you, are, you have to be physically really like present. Um, I mean, working out is something different. I will talk about this later, but um, that's just my yeah my um, suggestion for you. And um, like here are some reasons why you should do intermittent fasting or what you will experience. Like firstly, you will feel lighter. You could say, you know, you don't have to digest, digest anything, any food. Um, you have, you save time making breakfast pretty much. Um, you don't have to worry about breakfast. Like you don't even have to prep anything. You just start into the day, drink some water and coffee and get going. Uh, or you can even in the morning prep your lunch, for example. It, it saves time and makes up time in your day. Um, um, also, you are excited for food again. Um, if you eat all day, sometimes you don't appreciate food as much. And if you, like I said, work hard on your projects, on your to-dos, and then know, okay, after this task, I will eat a huge lunch, uh, bowl for lunch. That's just the best feeling. <laughs> and uh, just appreciate it much more. Um, also, what, uh, what I said, you have but much better focus when you fast, in my opinion. Um, uh, and you can also easily use intermittent fasting for social events, meaning if you know, okay, I will, um, yeah, I will have an event or a dinner meeting or something in the evening where you know you will, yeah, you will have a problem adhering to your diet. Then you can use intermittent fasting in the morning until, yeah, 2 p.m., 3 p.m., 4 p.m. Uh, where you will eat a big, big lunch with uh, with veggies and protein, uh, which will fill you up for a long time. Also, drink a protein shake in between, and then you get you basically save your calories for the event. That's always a nice approach I like to do. 
Um, and yeah, you just you just get a head start to the day, knowing you already are on track. You're already fasting. You, yeah, just feel great in my opinion. Um, but that's just um, why you should do it or why you should consider it if you haven't tried it yet. So who is it really for? Who is intermittent fasting for? But before I dive into that, um, when you're listening to this and enjoying it right now, then I would appreciate it a lot if you can um, take a screenshot of this podcast and uh, post it in your Instagram story. Um, yeah, link me up and uh, tag me in there, I mean, and I will uh, slide into your DMs and post it on my story as well, where a lot of people will see it. I would really appreciate it if you enjoyed the episode. Um, if not, it's all good. So who is it really for? Who is this um, tool I'm fasting for? In general, of course, men. I mean, men don't have any restrictions on imminent fasting. Um, I mean, of course, you can can say, okay, if you have a history with uh, binge eating, then you have to be careful with that. But in general, men are pretty safe with imminent fasting. For women, like I said, um, you should only do 14 hours of fasting in a row maximum. And um, if you are a woman, um, there's also some... some uh, conditions or not conditions there's also some situations where you shouldn't do it for example if you are pregnant you shouldn't do intermittent fasting if you have a history of disordered eating i wouldn't recommend intermittent fasting if you are chronically stressed um, as well like intermittent fasting can be stressful sometimes and if you if this combines with your uh, with you being stressed anyway you will feel very um your cortisol will be released and you won't just feel good and maybe also binge eat um also if you are completely new to diet and exercising, I mean, if you have someone supervising you and looking over your shoulder, then it's no problem at all, in my opinion. But if you do this on your own um, and really start from from the beginning and then already start with fasting half the day, I don't think that's a great idea. So, um, and this, of course, also goes for men. But in general, that's what you got to look out for um, when doing it. And always, always listen to your body. Um, the first days will be hard, like I said, but you, if you have like if you still have symptoms of weakness um, or like like really crazy hunger, um, like days after starting it, like five, six, seven, eight days afterwards, um, and I would then I wouldn't suggest doing continue doing it. Um, like of course, it always depends on what you actually eat. So if you your diet has to be on point, like you have to eat your veggies, your grains, your legumes your nuts, your seeds, and have a good yeah, calorie amount that you eat every single day. If you starve yourself in the evening and don't eat anything, and then do intermittent fasting, of course you will feel freaking awful the next morning, the next day. Um, so always have um, a good dinner that is, fill, fills you up overnight, and um, that also fills you up in the morning, so you don't uh, feel weak. Um, that's what I want to talk about. Always, like I said, when talking about this topic, I assume that your diet is um, set up the right way or in a good way, meaning, like I said, lots of uh, good protein, veggies, fruit, um, legumes, nuts, seeds, etc. You know the drill. Um, of course, this still matters. So you can't intermittent fast and then eat junk uh, in your eating window. That's what I want to make clear with you. And um, yeah, that's, that's just um, what you got to keep in mind when doing intermittent fasting. So if you decide... Um, you um, you want to try it or you want to do it? Keep these things in mind. Um, those will uh, yeah, those are important. So 
how does fasting and your workouts go together? So firstly, can you do fasted workouts? Yes, of course. Um, do they have a fat loss advantage doing like fasted cardio or fasted workouts? Probably not. So um, should you do them at all? Um, 100% depends on your schedule. So one example that I always get or a lot of people write me is, okay, I wake up at 6 a.m., I go to the gym, and afterwards I go to work directly. Should I do a fasted workout? And in this case, I mean, it's always um, a very, um, there's different cases, of course, but in this case, I would do a fasted workout, and then after the workout, drink a protein shake, uh, eat some dates, and keep fasting. Um, that's what I want to make clear. Like, you don't have to fast for like 14 or 15 or even 10 hours like um, in continuation meaning you don't you can have breaks in between there's no um, fat loss advantage or no no real health advantage if you uh, fast for long hours on end um, you can still let's say like I said you wake up at 6 um, have your workout then you break your fast at 7 and then you can keep fasting from 7 to to 1pm to 2pm um, which is only six hours of con continued fasting but it makes not a huge difference uh, for your fat loss for your fat loss it doesn't make any difference um, for your health benefits it may be there's not uh, doesn't they are not clear on that 100 yet if it's really beneficial to um, to uh, fast like 14 or 15 or 16 hours um, like in continuation but i mean of course there are some um, health benefits to fasting like longer for example one or two day fasts but um, when we talk about like um, f like in the hour range, like 14 to 16, that's not a huge difference. <laughs> that's what I want to say. So um, you don't have to obsess over that. You can definitely break your fast after your workout. And I would recommend that you get some protein in your system um, before or after your workout. So um, in this case, train faster and, and drink protein afterwards. Um, but like I said, it always depends on your schedule. Meaning if you have a workout in the evening, then, for example, it makes no sense to fast until yeah six p.m. That's just not not uh, not doable. And um, it's like I said, you don't even have uh, a benefit from that. So you can, of course, eat a big meal before that as well before your workouts, um, and uh, that shouldn't be a problem at all. You just gotta flip it around a bit and see how it fits your schedule, how it fits you best, and uh, don't obsess over the minutes and hours too much. That's how you um, succeed on intermittent fasting. I never obsess over intermittent fasting anymore like I used to um, back then. And like I said, it helped me. Um, that thought like helped me to think, okay, if I can keep fasting, I will lose more fat. So I will keep going through this window. Um, but the truth is, it's not just not the case. Um, and right now I just listen to my body. Um, sometimes I'm really in work mode and, and keep on fasting for hours on end. Uh, sometimes... Um, I'm just in a situation where I want to eat something and uh, I realize you can 100% do that. Please realize that and just keep your overall calorie count um, yeah, in place. And that's just um, how you approach fasting and workouts. Um, if you feel like, if you feel weak doing your workouts uh, without food in your system, then of course um, get some dates and a protein shake in your, um, in your system before working out, for example. But if you like the feeling of uh, having a fast workout, then do that. So it always comes down to you. There's no, there's no um, best practice when it comes down to that. Just some protein before or after you work out. 
whatever fits you best. Don't bend over backwards um, and mess up your whole day just because of a, a simple intermittent fasting tool. Um, and that's how you combine fasting and workouts. And um, I will also I also want to go over some common questions um, with intermittent fasting that uh, come up a lot. But before I do that, um, it would be awesome if you can uh, if you enjoy this episode. Just um, I mean you're on the phone right now, so just open it up. Uh, it takes you literally thirty seconds. Um, scroll down a little bit on my podcast. Um, give me a little rating and some uh, a nice nice feedback um, anything you have to say about this podcast i really appreciate it and it really helps the podcast grow and get amazing guests um, on the show for you to um, to listen to that's important um, but if you don't enjoy it of course you can you don't have to do it but i would really appreciate it so what are some common questions um, like to um, intermittent fasting um, that people ask a lot so firstly can I drink liquids during my fast? Yes, 100%. If they are yeah, zero calorie. Uh, and like I explained before, you can also break your fast with a protein shake, but I don't want to say it again. Um, and you definitely should drink uh, during your fast like water, coffee, and tea to hydrate you, else you will feel very weak. Um, people that do Ramadan, I don't know if you um, should do Ramadan um, in there. In that period, you can't actually drink anything or eat anything. And people uh, sometimes feel very weak while doing that. So always drink water when uh, doing intermittent fasting. And yeah, can I take supplements while fasting? Um, in general, mm, I wouldn't recommend doing so. Um, just like I said, a protein shake is great to break your fast. Um, like in certain situations, like I explained before. Um, like taking your B12 and vitamin D and everything. In general, it doesn't really matter. But I experience um, like stomach um, upset and like feeling even a bit um, sick to my stomach when uh, taking my multivitamins and stuff when fasted, when in a fasted state. So that's just my personal experience. You can um, try it out yourself. But I generally don't recommend uh, taking your B12, vitamin D and stuff when fasting. Um, next question. Will fasting cause muscle loss? Um, no. As you get, um, as I explained before, as long as you get uh, sufficient protein, uh, in throughout the day, you won't lose uh, muscle also while fasting. Um, this is a common misconception. Of course, um, yeah, try not to eat your 150 grams of protein in one sitting, which uh, some people may do on in a fasting regime. It, it's not uh, super bad, but it can also, um, yeah, it could also be the case that you don't absorb it as well. So try to spread it over um, your, your eating window a bit. Um, like if you have an eating window of eight to ten hours, um, eat yeah, two times um, you, to get your protein, or eat two times and a shake, for example. Um, just like um, just make sure to get all the protein in throughout the day, and you will all good, and you won't lose any muscle. Um, so, uh, for, fourth question: uh, Will fasting slow down my metabolism? No. <laughs> Let me just tell you that it won't. Um, that's the same. Uh, same thing as breakfast is the most important meal of the day. It won't slow down your metabolism. No, no freaking worries. And uh, the next last thing I really want to cover is how can you start or how to start intermittent fasting? How can you kickstart right away after listening to this podcast? Um, keep uh, like start your fat loss and your intermittent fasting um, diet pretty much. So firstly... Find an intermittent fasting schedule that works best for you. 
um, like I said, either skip breakfast, which is um, the usual way to do it and also an easy way to do it. Um, or you can also skip dinner if that fits your schedule better. Um, just make sure to have an eating and fasting window throughout the day. Um, how long it is doesn't really matter. For women, maximum 14 hours. For men, 14 to 16. Um, this is great as well. And uh, just make sure to don't consume like any calories between that. And in your eating window, hit your calorie deficit uh, or your calorie framework that you set for yourself. Um, and to really start it, you can slowly increase the fasting hours. For example, start with just 12 hours, then 13, then 14, etc. Just monitor how you feel, train your brain and train your routine, uh, your habits um, to to anticipate that hunger in the morning, to anticipate this, this feeling of appetite. And uh, your body will get used to it. Um, help with some water, with coffee and stuff, and just pull through. Uh, keep, in, keep in mind that you can enjoy a huge lunch and dinner when doing it, so that should always help. Um, and just increase hours. And if you feel like 13 hours is a sweet spot, hell yes, that's amazing. Keep that up. You don't have to go to 16 all the way. Um, always comes down to how you feel. Um, that's important to me. And if it's still too hard after one week and it affects your days um, or your focus or your energy, um, then yeah, just um, stop it and don't do it in my opinion. That's just what I think is best. But um, like I said, always listen to your body. And don't forget your calories, uh, which is still the most important part on how you can lose fat or gain muscle. Um, and that's it. That's pretty much all there is to intermittent fasting. There's, of course, some research um, that I didn't talk about uh, on rats and uh, things like cleaning, uh, intermittent fasting, cleaning your cells and repairing them and stuff. This is all super interesting, but uh, not for this podcast. Um, I hope you enjoyed um, this whole email fasting 101 and I hope you know how to do email fasting now um, if it's good for you and uh, what to avoid um, when doing it uh, and I think like I said it's an amazing fat loss tool and um, a lot of my clients um, I work with email fasting with them because um, yeah it just makes fat loss so so easy and enjoyable and I hope you enjoyed this podcast as well um, you can now go and crush it and uh, yeah, let me know what you thought on Instagram or on a podcast review. I would love um, to read it. And thank you so much for listening. We'll hear each other in the next episode. Peace out and vegan power. Yes, yes. What did you think? What an amazing episode again. I hope you enjoyed it. And if you did, please do me a favor and subscribe to my podcast and rate it on iTunes. It's very much appreciated. We'll hear each other in the next episode. Until then, keep up the vegan vibes.